Lord God, speak to each one of us by your spirit and help us not just to be hearers of your word, but doers who put it into practice. Amen. Okay, great. So I am going to need three volunteers, particularly those who are hungry. Okay, so we've got one over here. We've got two over here, and we've got three over here. Come up, come up and sit down. Everyone say good morning to our contestants, and I'm going to need a microphone. Okay, so I've got a question. Are you guys ready to play the waiting game? Now I'm nice and warm, that's great. Well, so we've got our wonderful three contestants, so I'm going to ask you, contestant number one, what's your name and what's your favourite food? Tim, and my favourite food is chicken. Chicken, great. Contestant number two, what's your name and what's your favourite food? My name is Thomas and my favourite food is pasta. Contestant number three, what's your name and what's your favourite food? My name is Rosie and my favourite food is pizza. Pizza, great. Oh, well, thank you very much to our three wonderful contestants. Unfortunately, we don't have any of those three foods under here, but you'll notice that you do have something in front of you. So the game that we're playing this morning is called The Waiting Game, and it's really, really simple. There's going to be a timer. It's going to run for one minute. And during that one minute, you have to eat everything on the plate in front of you. But, there's a but, if you don't touch your plate, if you don't do anything with it, at the end of the minute, you could trade it all in for something potentially even better. So the choice you have to make is, are you going to eat what's in front of you? Scoff a lot, it's all yours. Or are you going to wait for something potentially even better? Should we have a look at what's under your plate and then you can make your decision? Go on then. Marshmallows! Oh, big bowl of marshmallows. So, the choice is yours, the time is going to start, and then you're going to have one minute. If you don't touch any marshmallows, you can trade it all in at the end of the game for something even better. Or you can just scoff the marshmallows, it's okay. So let's see what you're going to do. Are you ready to play the waiting game? Let's go! The game begins in three, two, one... Okay, so we've got one person who's just gone straight for it, yeah. He's, he's, he's all over it. You guys, you're not tempted at all. You're not tempted. I mean, they're quite good. I'm sure you can't be tempted. You're not touching them. No? I mean, Teddy could well eat yours at this rate. No? <laughs> Still got 20 seconds left. I wasn't expecting anyone to actually finish the bowl, but here we are. We might actually get a finished bowl. <laughs> I'm 
mean, well, that was quite impressive. I did give you a lot of marshmallows. But we have two people who chose not to go for what was on the plate. So let's see what you've won from my Amazon box of goodies. So you have a choice, which one do you want to choose? Rosie, do you want to choose first? Oh, you might have to share them between them, but I'm going to hold on to them because I don't want you to get like eating on them now. So come and find me after the service. But say everyone, congratulations to our contestants and thank you for playing the waiting game. Oh, well, thank you very much to the three of you. And, well, hands up who actually likes waiting. That looked like it was pretty hard to wait with all those marshmallows right in front of you, right? Does anyone actually enjoy waiting? I'm not seeing... Oh, there's a couple of hands. I mean, I'm not entirely sure I believe you, but we'll go with it. So imagine this. It's tea time. You're hungry. You're home from school but the food's not ready. Do you just sit quietly at the table and wait for it? Hello, oh, that's very nice, thank you very much. Do you wanna go have a seat and we'll listen to everyone else as well. Do you just sit and wait quietly for the food? No, you shout at your parents and you wait for the microwave to go off and that just makes the timer go even slower. Or you're watching something on TV and the internet starts to go out and it just starts buffering and you're just at that cliffhanger point in your film where you're just about to find out who gets evicted from the traitors this week and it gets stuck. Do you just sit there quietly and wait for the internet to come back? No, exactly no. You restart the router, you fiddle with the aerials, you try anything in some kind of vain attempt to get the internet back up and running again. Or how about this one? Church is finished, it's after church. You wanna go home for your lunch, kids. Your parents are still talking, and you can see they've only just got their cup of coffee. <sighs> I don't think I need to spell out how that one plays out, do I? Waiting is hard, isn't it? But like the famous advert once said, good things come to those who wait. And in our bit from the Bible this morning, the Apostle Paul talks about how for Christians, no matter what happens this side of heaven, nothing can compare to our future home in heaven with Jesus as our king. And just like at least two of our contestants hoped for something better, we should also hope for something better too. And we use the word hope in lots of different ways, don't we? Imagine back in your memory to perhaps some of the best times in your life. It might be a birthday party with all of your friends there or your wedding day or just a really good holiday. In those moments, we, we hope that time will... will you know, we'll, we'll stand still, but it doesn't. It flies past and it runs away with us. But we hope those moments will never end. Or perhaps there was a life, an event in your life that was really bad. And, um, you know, maybe you were in an accident or someone had to sit you down and give you some good, really bad news. And in those moments, time can go really slowly. And you remember all sorts of details about it, even now. And we hope those moments will end. And in life, we will always have those high moments and those low moments, but a lot of the time, it can just feel like we're waiting, like we're standing in a queue or, yeah, waiting in traffic. We're just stuck in the traffic of life, and things can be hard, and we can't see an end to it. 
And it's exactly into times like this that Paul speaks in our reading. So let's have a look at part of our Bible reading again. He says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. For in this hope we were saved. Now, hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Paul is saying that even in those waiting times of life, we have something we can look forward to. And I want us to see this morning that in these seemingly mundane times, these are sometimes the season where God does the most work in us. Okay, quiz time. What do these four films have in common? Okay, what do these four films have in common? So we've got episode one of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. We've got Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. We've got X-Men Origins, Wolverine, and Monsters University. What do these four films have in common? Any ideas? Any? Terrible sequels, or some might say prequels. Exactly, Jack Charlie. Thank you very much. They are all prequels. They are all designed to fill us in on the backstory of some of the characters, like Anakin Skywalker or the guys in Monsters. So let's have a look at some of the backstories of some perhaps well-known Bible characters. We've got Joseph. He was given an incredibly specific dream by God but it took 14 years for that dream to be fulfilled. And he had plenty of discouragements and disappointments along the way. We've got Moses. He's the one who led the Israelites out of captivity and slavery and into the promised land. But before they could inherit the promised land, they had to spend 40 years in the desert wandering around. David was God's chosen king and he was a great pointer towards Jesus and the type of king he was going to be. But before he was anointed as king, he spent 15 years in the fields as a shepherd. And how about our Apostle Paul? He, he took the good news about Jesus to so many countries and he wrote half the books that made up the Old Testament, New Testament, sorry. But after his dramatic conversion from someone who persecuted Christians to becoming a Christian himself, he spent three years living in the middle of the desert as a nobody before he was found by some of the other early Christian leaders. Or of course, Jesus. His ministry only lasted three years until he was crucified. And you might wonder for what he was doing for the first 30 years of his life. Well, we do know that he was waiting for the right time, learning what it was to be human, growing in wisdom, preparing for his ministry that was to come. And in each of these cases, we know about their high points and their low points, but they all had their waiting times. They weren't wasted times, were they? This was when God was preparing them for what was going to happen next. And sometimes life, even as a Christian, can feel as if nothing's happening. We feel like we're waiting. We can all too easily find discouragements. We go about our days, we go to work, but work is hard. We go to school and people who we thought were our friends upset us. We still argue with our families about everything from what's, what time is tea to screen time to anything in between. 
It doesn't look like anyone we know is even close to becoming a Christian. But we should remember that God is in charge of all time. He's still working, even if we can't immediately see it. And when we feel frustrated in those times of waiting, what if we stopped and thought, what could God be teaching me in this? What if God intends us to have these times of waiting so that we might learn to develop patience, which is, after all, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We all need patience. What if God intends us to have times of waiting so that we might learn to be more creative? It's often when we're bored and got nothing else to do that we find ourselves thinking of doing something completely different. Ultimately, God has promised to prepare you and me to be part of his kingdom. The author, Adam Ramsey, encourages us in these seasons to do two things, to pray and to trust, to pray and to trust. Here's another verse from our Bible passage this morning. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Every time we pray, we're saying to God, I can't do it. I can't do it, but you can. It's all too easy to try and do things at our own strength, but we can so easily be crushed by our own disappointment when things don't go well. Well, we can't do it all, it turns out. And we still need to pray, even when life is just ordinary. We go to school, we go to work, we come home, we have tea, we watch TV, we go to bed. God's still in charge of those times too. Here's a great quote from the author Ray Ortland that I'm sure many of the grown-ups can relate to. Prayer is not an option for the spiritually elite. Prayer is oxygen for exhausted sinners and failures. In other words, we need to pray. We absolutely need it. It's like food to us in many ways. And every time we pray, we're reminding ourselves who is really in control over everything in our lives. God works us in his, by his spirit each time we pray just to help, him, help us trust him a little bit more. Waiting can be hard, can't it? Or at best, boring. But in those moments, as we pray, God is encouraging us to wait and to hope. And what if God intends us to have these waiting times most of all to remind us that the best thing that will happen to us involves waiting, waiting for the return of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord God, help us to trust you in the good times, the bad times, and the mundane and boring times. Please show us, especially through these waiting times, to make us more like Jesus. And help us to look forward with patience to that sure and certain future with you as our King. Amen.